We're recording. Hello, hello. A new classic episode coming at you down the pipe. Down the pipe. Of For the Girls podcast. Hi, this is For... Hi, hi. This is For the Girls podcast. This This is my radio voice. Um, This is how I pick up guys' voice. Um, (laughs) On all your vocal... I'm Jason Black. I'm Nick Westrate. On all your vocal dating apps. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All those voice-activated dating apps. <laughs> Can you imagine this how is... terrible gay people would be if you got to judge everybody by your voice? Oh my God, We're, we we so much hate our voices. I hate my voice. <laughs> I hate my gay voice. This is a, um, this is a podcast about gay voices. No, this is a podcast about it divas. It's a yes. podcast about giving gay voice to um, female performers who we love. And really, just just celebrate. We're just we're just as I'm going to repeat in this episode. We're just two two gay boys uh, uh, sending up the women who have inspired us throughout our lives, and new women and old women. Definitely old women. Old women who like to make casseroles, um, widows. Moms Women who are dying. Moms, female cousins. I always, I always use the hashtag cousins. for this podcast: aunts, aunts and cousins, aunts and female cousins. This podcast okay. is for aunts and female cousins. All of that them. was our, that was our um, real, real good a segue into the fact that we're talking about a movie called Diane. We are talking about a movie called Diane, which is stars Mary Kay Place as uh, the titular character, and I love that you were like. Because we do on this podcast always talk about ants. This is for ants. This is for cousins. <laughs> you know, this is for all all of the extended women who helped raise us. And we literally just saw this movie. <laughs> that, like, I feel like everyone in Diane would love this pod. <laughs> this is what well, we hope right? that we only hope that the women of Diane would listen uh, to this pod in hopes of hearing some 90s easy listening songs that they were into or some 80s easy listening songs that they're into on CD. Well, this movie is, this movie is, you know, they have a lot of driving. There's like so, so many scenes of driving. So I do, yes, bury me now. If, if I could just imagine anyone in Diane driving with like their multi, multiple casseroles in their backseat listening to For the Girls podcast. Oh my gosh. <laughs> um, okay, so Diane is a movie um, by Kent Jones, who is a critic. And this is his first narrative uh, feature. He has he, he wrote made doc- and directed. He wrote and directed, and he said he made it to celebrate his great aunts, to talk about like wow. his great aunts, like sitting around a table talking to each other, and to pay homage to those women. And uh, it stars the great, great, great Mary Kay Place, the genius diva of character actresses Mary Kay Place and it also stars um, Academy Award winner Estelle Parsons Academy Award nominee Phyllis Somerville um, Queen of Canadian comedy Andrea Martin and Queen of the New York Theatre Deirdre O'Connell and um, yeah so that's what stars so we're going to focus on the, also um, Joyce Van Patten and Glynis O'Connor and lots of great people. Yeah, it's it's a real. It's I mean, Mary Kay places in almost is in almost or maybe is in every single scene of the movie. But it's a real ensemble piece. And Nick, you were the one that saw this first. I mean, I already I I, I always heard about it, but I was like, okay, like where's my emotional level to see this movie? Because mm-hmm. literally, the, you know, it's my full heart piece. <laughs> like I knew that this movie was going to be my heart song, 
And uh, and then you got to it first. I went and saw it the other day with uh, my friend Dan Henshaw, who, who is a fan of the podcast. So hi, Dan. Um, and we went to the IFC Center and, um, yeah, just on like a, a regular afternoon and watched it. And I just... I fell in love with it. It's such a, it's such, I love every frame. I wish it would have gone on for five hours longer. I could have watched that movie for 10 and a half uh, hours. It's actually only an hour and a half. It's really short. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, that's probably the thing I like least about the movie is it just wasn't five hours. (laughs) Right. Um, (laughs) The worst part about it is that it's short. And then Nick called me, and my reaction was so extreme. I was like, I already know this is going to be the, the biggest movie of my life. I, I, and you just kept saying, you haven't seen it, babe. I was like, it doesn't matter. I, I know what it's about. I've seen the trail. I've seen the poster. I know, like, I was like, I was already, like, ecstatic about this movie with, like, knowing really, really little. And I went to the ind- uh, this independent theater in Glendale, in, you know, because I have no life, I saw it at like one fifty, um, which is perfect time to see movie to see movies about old people because <laughs> you um, get to watch with, them with, with old, old people, people with old people uh, for elderly women, and I was I was <laughs> the person that was audibly sobbing pretty much fifteen <laughs> minutes in, just just so, weeping, like, I, no, just, just literally. Just weeping, and I kept poking my head around to be like, "Oh no! Like, I wonder if oh, this is horrible." I was like, "I wonder if they think I lost my mom or my aunt, or something horrible happened to me." But, uh, but I yeah. was laughing through most of the movie. It was funny. I found it really funny. I thought that there were so. I mean, I definitely, uh, I definitely cried in this film, but. So much of it is so funny to me. Oh, also, this is a disclaimer. So this is kind of a hybrid episode that we're bringing to all of you Battle Angels. Um, It's a hybrid episode. It's a little bit of a mix. It's a mix of, like the Aretha podcast, it's kind of like us telling you what to do. And that order is stop listening to this podcast and go see this movie right the fuck now. It's Mm -hmm. also a diva you should know because I guarantee you a lot of people listening to this podcast don't know any of the five women I named at the beginning. So this is a five-part diva you should know episode, so buckle in. It's also one of our epic movie review episodes. And it's also a new type of episode, which I'm going to call Academy Award campaign episode, in which we start the campaign for Mary Kay Place's Best Actress Oscar that she is going to win one year from February, this past February. Ugh, I don't think I can handle that conversation because <laughs> everything I'm going to say that about every everything we talk about in this movie. Like I can't handle this. I'm going to start crying, and I am just going to start crying about like the possibility that she won't win the Oscar for this. Like I actually can't handle that idea. Like I'm, I'm just gonna. I think I'm just going to tell myself this. I'm just going to tell everyone about this film and that she's won an Oscar for <laughs> Diane. And just really confuse people Have because you seen so film? <laughs> Mary Kay plays won her Academy Award for it's called Diane. It's called Diane. When it come out this year? What? Yep. Yep. Bye. Um, because because it, it really is a fun thing to be like you know Mary Kay plays no, and then you have to and then they look her up. Like this happened to me twice today, where then they someone looks her up and they're like, oh yeah, her, and and then I just want to like shake them and run away. Oh and, like, yeah. Give... When did Mary Kay Place first enter your life, your headspace? The bi- well, um, where I think most people, the big chill. Yeah, me too. Yeah, the big chill. Mm-hmm. So if you if mm-hmm. if you all remember the big chill, Mary Kay Place is the woman who ends up sleeping with Kevin Klein so she can have a baby, 
and Glenn Close lets her do that. Glenn Close, who will not be winning the Oscar this year because Mary Kay Place will be winning this, the Oscar this year. <laughs> I'm serious. It just starts making me want to cry. It's kind of going to make Glenn. It's going to make Glenn relive the big chill when she had to let her husband sleep with Mary Kay Place. Like this year, Glenn is going to have to watch Mary Kay Place take her award <laughs> statue again. Oh, do you think Glenn Close watched this movie and was like, "Oh, but sister so, friend, listen. sister friend"? No, I think Glenn Close is watching this movie and fucking celebrating the great Mary Kay Place, like everybody How is. How could you not just be just jumping up for joy that these all these women are in a movie together? Because I was, I was just that's the other thing that it was hard for me to be sad watching this movie because I just got to watch some of my favorite living actors. Just you know, live, yeah. just exist, and I, it was and I do so happy. Say, I was overwhelmed with joy. Ugh. And I do want to say, uh, the, the, uh, on top of the five things that Nick said, with uh, as this is one of our iconic reviews, we also are just going to talk about the whole movie. Like we're going to talk about the whole movie. Um, yeah, a because the movie is about life. Like mm-hmm. there's no real spoilers because the movie. Battle Angels is about life. <laughs> like, that's what the movie is about. Spoiler alert. Spoiler it's alert. About Spoiler alert. We're all going to die. We're all going to die, Battle about. Angels. So if you didn't know that, I just spoiled life for you. But you're going to die at the end of it. That's how it ends. Yeah, spoiler. Life Life ends in death, babes. Um, <laughs> not mine, though. Because um, <laughs> I, ba- I am the queen of Battle Angels. No, because um, we're now immortal on a sense. podcast, so we will never die. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. oh, this is what lives Isn't on that dark. Um, this is dark. My dark. This is this is my dark legacy. Um, this is my dark legacy. This podcast is my dark legacy. Uh, some people would probably say I have other dark legacies. Um, um, like my cat Diane. My cat would say no more things about me than. Did you what? rename your cat Diana? Yes! I've renamed my car Diane. I have a tattoo that says Diane. Honestly, I was, I, I'm glad you bring this up about this because <laughs> this is funny now, but I just thought anytime someone mentions the name Diane, I'm going to ball. I'm going to look really wistfully in the wind and just start crying. I can't have friends named Diane. I don't want you to talk to me about, like, <laughs> your mom if it's Diane. Like, you can't say that name in front of me. I'm just going to start crying. And I don't want to have to, A, explain this, listen to the podcast, because I don't want to have to go into saying who fucking Mary Kay Place is or what the movie is about. I'm just... Oh, my gosh. Well, let's... No, yes, come on. Okay. We're going to have to talk about what the movie is about. We, um, are, we and we are so so. Do pause now. Do pause after all. It's of this, actually like, rambling. and it's also on video on demand. So it's mm-hmm. like one of those movies that, that came out in all the indie theaters. But if you're mm-hmm. not, you know, from a place of privilege and live in New York or LA, um, mm-hmm. you can get it on video on demand, which is great. It costs like six dollars. It's worth it. Pay the six dollars. See this movie. Just pause the podcast and just watch it now, and come back and listen to us later, because. It's such a beaut- – and also, just like Aretha, make it sacred when you watch this movie, please. And that's what you told me. You were just like, hey, like, make this sacred, and I really feel like that's uh, – truly is a gift because this movie is um, so, <laughs> so subtle that I think it, it, it could inspire you to, like, get out your phone, but don't. Just go on this yeah. ride. Yeah, go, go on, on this ride. ride. Turn the lights off. It's very, very beautiful. And this movie is about a woman's internal life as she navigates her external life with all of her relatives and friends and her son, who's an addict, 
and um, she basically it's just about like women. You know, okay, so we're both from the Midwest. If you haven't, if you just are tuning in because you're a Mary Pla- Kate Place fan, we're from Michigan. <laughs> yes, <laughs> and origins. We grew, we grew up together. This is also an origins episode. We grew up together because our moms are best friends, and um, they they really are women that drive around in a cold, cold place to bring each other casseroles, to check in on people who are sick, to check in on their friends who are recently lost somebody or to just check, just to come over and play a hand of cards, you know? Mm-hmm. And that's mm-hmm. kind of the place where this movie lives. That's the Mary Kay place where this movie lives. And that, and, and it lives our, our, you know, our moms did that when we were young and they were young. And I think this movie kind of lives 30 years later. Mm-hmm. Where uh, this movie really exists in a, in a space that I've never, I've never really seen on film, and I think this is why this movie is touching so close because it really is like this is this is now our mother's ages, yeah, and it really is it, it really is in, in in this kind of special place where people are dying, mm-hmm. um, and, and the movie kind of. Uh, Explore explores that and 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 just kind of the way that it is that like you know people start getting sick and and even Diane at one point you know she's getting her nails done and and she says well my aunt Ina is the last of the aunts and uncles and she's got emphysema and smokes like a chimney but she's hanging in there I just can't believe they all went so fast. I lost my favorite aunt last year. I'm sorry. I loved her the best. Yeah, I loved all my aunts, too. They weren't that much older than I am. My mother was the eldest and had a lot of younger sisters. She was born in a log cabin on the Canadian border. Is that so? Yeah. (laughs) Well, you know, when we're kids, we think everybody's going to live forever. That's true. That's about like a third into the movie and you had already seen her aunts and she just casually lets you know that everyone that you had known that you had already seen in the film are are just now gone. And and that's it. There's one aunt left, she says. She has one aunt left. Yeah, Aunt Ina. And then when... Aunt Ina. And when they... Who's played by Phyllis Somerville who is... um, Was nominated for an Oscar for a film called Little Children which was back in the early aughts. It was a Kate Winslet vehicle. Um, I love that film. I love that film too. And Phyllis is also a great uh, New York theater actress and she's going to be in that cheerleading movie with Diane Keaton and Pam Greer. So we're excited about that. But Phyllis plays this like hard smoking great aunt. Kitchen smoker. Kitchen smoker. Kitchen, which you don't ever see Kitchen anymore. table smoker. And it's so... and the, But the way they kill her, they kill her so quickly. All of a sudden it's like next shot, you're at Ina's funeral. And death happens like that in this movie. It comes so fast and kind of in a banal way. And it's not, you know, they don't treat it, it's not histrionic. There's no histrionics to it. You'll love this, babe. I can't believe we haven't, uh, we haven't uh, dropped, dropped this hot thing. My, mom, my mom's favorite type of movie is a what? Slice of Life. Slice of Life, baby girl. Ba- baby girl, battle angel. My mom <laughs> Michelle always, always like, says that about so, a movie. Yeah, she's like, oh, you just have to watch this. This is just a slice of life. <laughs> like, <laughs> this is just about a slice of life. And this movie truly, truly, truly is a, just a slice of life. Like, you it know, is. It's, it's, a slice of, uh, it's a slice of our life. It felt like a slice of our lives or a slice of your mom's life. Yes. And I, I mean, I, I think a lot of people can really uh, 
that it's a lot of people's slices of life. So the movie has like an elliptical feeling to it. Mm-hmm. it. It it really does just feel like you are I mean and, and we said it's an hour and a half, but you really do feel like you're in this woman's every a day to day with her, even though it moves in, and it moves in this kind of, how would you say that? It's not like a dream, like, but like you never, you know that time is passing, but it never really signifies that. It's not like Mary Kate no. places hairstyle. In fact, she is always wearing uh, just the details on this film. She's always wearing the same down coat and she always puts it on the same way when she leaves. She mm-hmm. takes it off and then she, Puts it around I mean, her shoulders. It's an, puts ama- it on. it's an amazing performance. There was a the, the review in Variety. I love this phrase. It, the reviewer in Variety said that Diane has everybody's number. You know, mm. and it's true. Like this character, Diane, she does a lot of good for everybody. She's constantly bringing casseroles to people, checking in on people. She volunteers at a local soup um, food pantry, um, soup kitchen, whatever you want to call it. And she seems like this ultimate do gooder. But she also has this wry – Mary Kay Place, is, you know, she started off in comedy. You know, is she on, not so – she is just – On the TV show Mary Hartman, Mary Hartman and on stuff like Laughing and, and on MASH and she was a writer on All in the Family. She's a comedian at heart. I'm saying and, her, her timing is impeccable. Like her timing so in everything is so smart and she's always able to milk – because uh, oh, the other thing we're saying is like Big Love. We also know her because oh, Nick yeah. and I loved the series Big Love. We'll definitely anytime. need to do an episode about Big Love because there's so yes, many Mama. amazing divas on that. But um, but she does. Diane has this wryness, and she's kind of got everybody's number. You know, she knows she knows she knows her community very well, and she knows how to operate in it. You know, and and what I love, I mean, this movie is just a gift. I mean, this movie, I. I, I, I'm going to always say this is I just I said this about Amazing Grace I just feel like wow I can't believe I got to see this mm-hmm. I can't believe that there is a an hour and a half long film just about this this woman's life and 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 they she's not she, yes she is a, she does all of these good things and yes she is right but she also has demons you know and she also kind of pops off like, yeah, and that's the amazing throughout thing. Throughout the movie. The, as the film like opens like a, like an onion or he, he, nothing about it. He doesn't do exposition. It's so brilliant how you learn about her and you realize she has this shame from these demons. The, the scene in the bar when she gets drunk is so – she gets drunk in this bar by herself and on margaritas – and you can tell you're like, oh, you've been watching her deal with her son who is a heroin addict. And you all of a sudden see like, oh, you're an addict too. Like you've struggled with this because of just one little line that the bartender. That's it for tonight. You're cutting me off? I was a regular here. I remember you, Diane. You got to go now. Really? And she looks see, up and she realizes, and you realize just in that line that she has fucking closed that bar down so many times. That's so funny because I think it's so open to interpretation with that because I think like they, they do just, they give you just enough. They open doors just enough that you can fill in those mm-hmm. spaces. Yeah. And for me, I was like, Diane wasn't an addict. She just had some bad times. She just needed to come here in some moments of her life to decompress and you know because they because yeah. they yeah but but they do give you those they do give you that even even um she starts writing poetry 
which is amazing. She does. She writes yeah. Diane on the top of her on the top of her little notebook and her perfectly every every set. Girl, were you not just like? I've oh been my in gosh, this the house. art direction I've is been so. In this house. Yes, it's I've so beautiful. Here. It's, it's so beautiful. It's so perfect. But let's talk about no. Let's talk about that poetry though, because the movie starts off. She's writing lists of things to do. She even like wake like she tries to go to bed and then wakes. Your up mom's like, a list maker. My mom is so like this. Like make a list so that you can busy yourself with things so daily, that you, so that you daily don't have lists. to look inside, right? Which is something that huh. I do and I struggle with in my life. And so, do you make lists? Yeah, all the time. Yeah, like my notes app on my I, on my phone is filled with lists. But then in this movie, wow. she moves from making those lists to writing poetry, which is an act of introspection. And I love how the movie, you realize like Diane has this shame and you're wondering what it is and you eventually find out what it is. But then as she's dealing with it, she starts looking inwards. And that's when this kind of surrealist element of the film happens and she has these this dream sequence and I think the reason I th- said I thought she was an addict was because in the dream sequence, she takes heroin. <laughs> and then, yes, yes. But even yes, when I was yes, with Dan, right. Dan was like, Dan wasn't sure if that was a dream sequence or if it happened. And there's this element of that movie. But she starts looking inward, which is the interesting journey of the movie, is seeing her contemplate her own, her own sins and her own shame. And and what I get again, like yeah, like you said, the, the the person that you went there with was like, is that a dream sequence? What was that? I actually kind of maybe interpreted that as because she because they do just give you peeks into the poetry or the thing that she's writing mm-hmm. in her notebook, where it's like, I had a dream of Jess, this 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 person that she had shame with, or someone that looked like him, and then I thought, well, maybe right. this this drug abuse is also representing her son. Yeah, absolutely. You know, like the the shame that she has around her son, and it is so funny how we hold on to those demons. Uh, you know, her demon was that she uh, shacked up with her cousin's um, boyfriend, boyfriend, and, yeah. and and kind of went on a went on some kind of extended trip or stay with this person, and it kind of and it, while even, she was even married, do, and she left her son with yes. her cousin for like the summer. Yes, and they even yes, and 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 so that kind of comes up and. And, and, and she's and that's kind of like the she calls it her shadow. We all have shadows, right? And then they and then he does an about face right at the very end with her addict son who comes in and says, "Look, that's why I was trying to call you. Um, there's something I need to say to you about that. I wasn't angry at you. I mean, I was, but I wasn't. You know? No." It's like I was supposed to be angry, so I was. Ugh. You took off, right, and the cousins freak out, and, and Donna went batshit, and I, I don't know. I don't know. It was confusing. But I was thinking about you the other day and how happy you were with Jess and how amazing that could have been. You remember his name? Yes, of course I remember his name. I love that guy. But I cheated on your father with Can him. Can you just forget you about that it? for one minute? Please. I did love your father. I know, Mom. I know, I did too. We're not talking about that right now. I'm... I'm trying to say that I... I taught myself to disapprove of you. Okay? I've used that against you. The next time I beat you over the head with it, and I probably will, just remember what I'm saying now. Okay? Okay. Okay. 
It's the gift of revelation. You know, I saw that you did something bad, and I thought, I'm going to respond in this way. And she's always carried that burden. And he, and he said, and he, uh, he absolves her in it, of it. And, you know, like we always think that, uh, how, that we impact people. And 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 that in, in a certain way, and that and that we do certain things that someone can never forgive us. And I just, oh, I, I can't explain it. That just that moment is just so beautiful. Well, and he, yeah. and again, so subtle. She just, he just kisses her. He says he says he calls his mom by Diane, and then walks out. And she just and Mary Kay Place is just still there, still living. He gives her forgiveness. You know, mm-hmm. which she needs so badly because so much of she is a genuinely good person, but you can tell that so much of what she does is she's trying to atone. You know, she's constantly trying to atone for this one thing that she did in her life. And like this question of like, what did you do with your life? You know, and that when everyone around you starts to die. I imagine, I'm not in my 70s, but I imagine that that's a question that becomes quite overwhelming. You know, it becomes overwhelming for me in my 30s sometimes, you know. It's super hard not to watch this film and not think just literally about, like, what are you going to look back on? Mm-hmm. Like, what is, like, what's the purpose? Yeah. Because at some point we're all carrying casseroles. At some point we're all going to be shuffling cow- if we if we're lucky enough. And for me... One of the uh, big points of the film that I wrote in my notes was that this film represents community. At multiple times, someone utters the line, you're not alone. Diane Mm. mentions it to her son. Andrea Martin mentions it to her. She she says, you're not alone. And then it's really great because Diane says, well, what happens when you you do go? And Andrea Martin says, you'll be fine. And I do think that that's just that's to hold those two truths that you're not alone, but people are going to leave you, right? And that that is the like, one thing you will do alone. I mean, it's the ultimate like mystery of life, right? Like this movie is is the great is about the mystery of life, and it really is it what it really means to is. approach death, you know. And that tension and the tension in the movie is between the mundane things you do to fill your days. And those existential moments where you try to make it all make sense. And it's like the the beautiful thing you mentioned earlier, the driving. There are these scenes where you just, um, the filmmaker just puts you kind of in the driver's seat and you see through a dirty windshield of these cold, cold roads. And I remember that feeling so much. And it's the it's the space between places. And that's mm-hmm. the space that really catches you sometimes because that's when you actually have to think about things, especially if you're driving. And I just think, at least for myself lately, I haven't been giving myself the space between places. You know, I do stupid things like listen to fucking, like podcasts all the time. Right. And fill, I, you fill the space with You fill something. the space with, with stimulus or you look at social media or you just fill it with, you read an article, you read, you know, you're constantly filling the empty space. And there's this purity to these women of a certain age who have to drive around and they do this stuff to fill the days. But that space in between, there's no music. They actually aren't listening to For the Girls podcast. They're thinking and living. I, I also, but I also think like, yes, so that Diane has that space to kind of be c- contemplative, 
because she's constantly driving. But every time she stops, she's shuffling something. They right. never really, you know, sometimes they don't even explain it, but she's like pulling, you know, uh, she's doing her son's laundry. She's, she's literally getting, bringing a casserole and then accepting casseroles from people. Such a funny moment. Hello. Oh, look who's here. I can't stay, but just a minute, I brought you some chicken. Oh, aren't you in love? And it's in a casserole dish of yours that I've had for six months. Oh. What's this? I made you some galumkis, and that's your old casserole dish. I've had it for a year. <laughs> Isn't that funny? Sit down, I'll pour you some coffee. What are you doing making me food? You're the one with the invalid. Oh, don't I know it. He's been driving me bananas. This is this movie is the casserole queen's movie. And that is true and like and like we said that that's truly how we how we grew up and I do find um the older we get the kind of more casseroles are are coming. Uh, right. With our parents' generation. Right. <laughs> you know? Whenever I call my mom, she's always telling me who died. <laughs> who died? It's always... It's always um, about who died. Who died. And it is... And it does just come in this... Because it is so funny, like that... When we talk about the tension and the tension of that movie, it does just come in a very conversational way because <laughs> death is this major thing that just constantly happens. Right. And Diane well, but- really shows that. Where Especially like, in a small community, because it affects you more. You feel it more. I think, yes. I mean, in Michigan, I grew up down the street from the funeral home, literally. It's mm-hmm. like, it's on my block. And in that community, like, my mom will say, like, me and your dad always look at uh, the obituary just to see if we know anyone, and we have to walk down the street and go to the funeral home. Right. You know, it's like, I don't have an obituary in Los Angeles. Right. I don't have that connection. That connection is is about the small town, and it, it it really is about getting on your route. Like my mom has always helped people. You mm-hmm. know, there's all my you know, and we were, I, I was I in our notes I was asking Nick like who is you know who who does Diane represent in your life and in my life it's my mom and my grandma and they they were always doing uh, uh, this a, a kind of um, social services where they would just pick up people in their mm-hmm. lives, family members or not, and take care of them. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and they were also troubled people, which I love that they, that so is Diane. It's like, yeah. it just is a, what you do. You take care of your community, <laughs> but you, but you're also like, you know, are given the grace of having a, a, an amazing three dimensional personality. Yeah. And cause you're yeah. a human. And that everyone contains these multitudes, you know, that, and you, we sometimes forget that about our moms or our aunts, you know, that the, or these women that are so good at taking care of everybody else, but maybe not always great at taking care of themselves. And that was something that was so brilliant about Diane is like watching her try to take care of herself in that movie. And, right. you know, and whether she was succeeding at it, whether any of us are succeeding at it or not, is, right. is kind of not the point. But it's moving to me to think about, like, my mom and how much she does for other people and how many things, you know, how she constantly needs to be in motion in order to um, to stay afloat. That her, her resting place is just kind of like a hummingbird in that way. And doing stuff for people and bringing a casserole or coming over and helping out or making watching some of these kids. Making, making a quilt. Yeah. Going to the wake, going to the funeral, going to the memorial, going to the house afterwards with the casserole to eat with people. They actually, the scene around the dinner table with, there's this great scene with uh, Phyllis Somerville and Estelle Parsons, and you can tell that they fucking hate each other. 
or they at least are like get annoyed with each other and they're so bristly with each other. But all these people come in to just like sit around a table and talk. Jesus Christ, they would try to sell you anything. They came on Saturday. Yeah. Look at no, they came all week long. Vacuum cleaners, Irish sweepstakes, Bibles, anything. I had an encyclopedia salesman come to my door once. Here we go. Well, pardon me. I just don't want to encourage you with your grandstanding. <coughs> Tell me the story, Mame. I want to hear it. Well, I don't know that I care to. But I guess if anybody wants to, they can just hobble out of the room. (laughs) Come on, Mame. Tell Oh, I was doing my housework. The kids had gone off to school, and the doorbell rang. And there's this nice man standing there. And he says, hello, ma'am. And I said, hello. Is the man of the house at home? No, he's not. (laughs) And he says, Well, could I come in and wait for him? Sure. Have a seat. I can't entertain you, but you're welcome to wait. Those fellas were very persistent, weren't they? Yeah. So I did my housework, and he sat there. And I said, can I get you a cup of coffee? And he said, oh, why, yes, that would be lovely. So I gave him a cup of coffee. And then I did my washing. I made the beds. He was a little hungry, so I gave him a sandwich. Oh, my goodness. And it got to be time, and the kids started coming home from school. And I walked by, and he said, Excuse me, ma'am, but could you tell me exactly when your husband will be home? And I said, Well, he hasn't been home for seven years, but you never know. Today might be the day. And it reminded me a lot of my grandma Alice's house. It's which and it's funny right. because you both we both have adopted grandmas that aren't our real grandmas, like that aren't our biological grandmas. And which is actually kind of queer of both of our moms to do. Like they have these both these chosen moms. And your mm-hmm. grandma Anne was my mom's chosen mom for a while too. Like my mom moved to Michigan from Boston and she was kind of adopted by this woman, and she came. I mean, in- literally, my grandma had your mom. She came into town, and my grandma had your mom stay at her house and cook uh-huh. for her five boys. Yep, and my mom was like the live-in cook slash yes. laundry lady for your grandma for a summer, and then she got adopted by this other woman named Alice Barrett. And Alice Barrett has three daughters who are my aunts, even though they're not my real aunts, but my aunt Lois, my aunt Barbara, and my aunt Sally, and they. All with like my grandma Alice's house had a pool, like your grandma Anne's did, and so it was a place for people to congregate and come in and out and like just sit around this table. And I did have a, a, an actual family with real female cousins and aunts, but this adopted family is who I thought of a lot during Diane, like these mm. these chosen women, these chosen women that held each other up and keep holding each other up mm, along the me... way in this small town. Right? Yeah, you know. I can't not cry. Uh, you know, my grandma was my adopted grandma, but she was my cl- she was my closest the closest family my family had because my mm-hmm. my mom's family lived in California, my dad's family lived in Texas, and so I was raised by her. And uh, when we go out, she she has fifteen grandkids. That's a lot. And when we still go out, she still says that um, I was I was. That John and I, my twin, were her firstborn. That's oh. how she introduces me. Mm. You know, and and I always 
talk about grace. Like when, when she says that, when that, you know, I just, I feel so much pride because she, she chose me and she chose my mom and, um, and she did so much for, uh, for my family. Like it was crazy. She's, she's, she helped me in college you know, she always took a shopping. I mean, she, she, besides my mom, she was the most important woman in my life. And now it's just so funny watching Diane to think that now my mom is, my mom takes care of her. Mm-hmm. And, um, my mom does all of her shopping and, uh, and tends to her medical. <laughs> Every time I come home, I take grandma out, which is really hard at this point to get her out of the house. But we always go to some doctor. You know, we're always going to some appointment. Diane shows that so amazing. There's always some hospital to go to. Something, like like we said, something to do. It's this, this true, 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 true to a slice of life. I just cannot help but have this these, these intense heart tugs. Yeah. Um, I just, I have not had an experience with a film like this. And, and and the film is so unshowy. I, I, I think we've hit, we've hit on that. The film is just, the film is just, they, I mean... Mary Kay Place barely cracks. And ooh, when she does, baby girls, when was, I, you know, ooh, I mean, I, ooh. That, I mean, at, at I really bar. lost it when she, so she walks out of the bar <laughs> and she kind of falls down when they tell her that she has to leave and she has this breakdown and then all of a sudden it's like a magical moment. Magic, isn't it magic? Three of her friends are just there and they catch her. Okay, old girl. Her car's over here. Yeah. She's been having a tough time lately. And they drive her home. Like obviously the bartender, someone called them. But it even seems like the timeline doesn't even make sense that they would know. Like somehow they know that she's in trouble. And they take her home and there's no judgment to it. And it's really funny and they can't figure out like how to use her car. <laughs> it's amazing. It's just, it's just yeah, like a magical moment happens and then reality just hits. Uh, you go. Where the hell are the things for the mirrors? <laughs> Jesus H. Christ, be careful. I don't know where he is and I fought with Donna and it was so stupid. I don't know why I did that. No, 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 it's okay, honey. Stop bumping my back with your I knees. am doing the best I can. Yeah. And then they lay Diane on the couch and she's apologizing and they just say, I'm sorry, ma'am. Oh, don't you worry, honey. With what you're going through, I would have been surprised if she didn't come a little undone. I'm sorry. There's never that. Here we go. We all right. do this. We're all just here. We're all just existing. Yeah. And, 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 and what we can do is take care of each other. Yeah. That's, that's what we have is the ability to take care of each other. And, and they really... I think someone it's everything gosh you just have to see this movie more than once because everything everything is just to uh, an aside and you hear someone just say she really is so hard on herself yes she is it's I mean I can't okay so I'd be remiss without I'm first having a disclaimer before saying this uh, Deirdre O'Connell the actress who plays Donna um, Mary Kay Place's cousin, who's dying of cervical cancer, um, is a really good friend of mine. And I'm very fortunate and I feel very proud to be able to call her a friend of mine. It's such an amazing performance. And I think I'm going to start my campaign now, Dee Dee O'Connell, for Best Supporting Actress in a Motion Picture called Diane. But she try, she tries to make Diane kind of wake up. You can tell she's the 
the, Diane's be- very best friend. And Diane is trying to be there for her as she's dying, which includes playing gin rummy, which was such a triggering thing to me because that's what my mom and I do to pass the time is play gin rummy. And also call back to Beaches. I mentioned it first. Um, which is another movie in which they play Gin Rummy all the that time. That is a game we need to play, bitch. Who can you, slip you know, Bette, Nick, Bette Midler in cash? <laughs> Bette Midler in cash. My other best friend, Nick Mayo, and I also play Gin Rummy all the time. Wow. And so it was like wow. just a really triggering moment to see. Oh, wow. A good triggering moment to see them playing that Gin Rummy together. But Mary Kay Place is also so obsessed with her son, who is this addict. And... Um, uh, uh, Donna, her cousin, just basically says... You have to make a promise to yourself and keep it. Yeah. Easy. Well, it's pretty simple, but I know it's not easy. People are always telling me that. It's like telling me to leave a baby on top of a mountaintop to freeze to death. He's no baby. You've done all you can. Well, easy for you to say. Every time you go over there, you come back hurt and bullied and beat to a pulp. That's right. What difference does it make? Who cares? I mean, he's sick. It's a sickness. And if I go over there a million times and come back bullied a million more, what difference does it make? It should make a difference to you. You've done all you can. Everything you can. It's up to him. Well, like I said, easy for you to say. Okay, it's easy for me to say. It's hard for me to lie here and feel my insides getting eaten up and hearing you telling the same old goddamn stories about him. Again and again and again. I'm probably not getting out of this bed. He can get up and walk away anytime. You know what I would love is to never hear another goddamn word about him. Okay, fine. I'm looking forward to that. He, she knows that Mary Kay Place is so is getting dragged down into caring for this very selfish person. And she just doesn't allow it anymore. And she tries to get her to wake up and even brings up her shadow and her shame. This, Mm -hmm. you know, this affair that Mary Kay Place had with her ex-lover. And it's this rare moment of seeing Diane's selfishness, Hmm. which is she doesn't want to go there, even though Donna's the one on her fucking deathbed wanting to talk about something. Mm. And Diane can't do it. It's like a third rail that Diane can't touch. The moment that I... Um, Estelle Parsons plays Deirdre's mother in the film. Yes. And, and they really... They multiple times have characters say, like, oh, she's a pill. Mm-hmm. And it's funny because they introduce her because um, Mary Kay Place calls her. Diane calls calls her uh, Deirdre's mother and is like, you should come. She's, she's really not feeling good. And the moment you see Estelle Parsons, she just pushes a nurse away. Just <laughs> yeah. literally physically is like... Time to move. And then starts nursing her um, daughter. And oh, you all have a mess on this film. <laughs> I cannot tell you. I'm about ready to tell you how I was a mess. And then I literally, I literally, diane in the car. Like, I got in the car. I drove to the grocery store. And I just started sobbing. <laughs> like, with, like, my reusable bags, like, on my... <laughs> I was just, like, bawling. And it was, like, it was coming from this, like, I, like no real source. Just just a tear source. Like, just an oh. open room tear source. And so she, so there's that scene in the hospital. And then that, and then Diane takes um, Estelle Parsons to the, you know, the family gathering house where everyone's just right. going to have a, you know, have a meal and, 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 and talk and gather. And um, w- the moment I lost it and then never regained myself. So... 
We're off to pay our respects to Bill. Yep, cheap bastard. Like father, like son. I guess this is the last time I'll ever see him. Oh no, he's coming back east. I mean me, honey. Oh man. Oh, nothing to fret about. What, you think we're all gonna live forever? It's all... just deal with mortality and just... This is what it is. And it's just so amazing to see these actresses who are these genuine ages. Right. You know, frankly, discuss that they're... Everyone dies. Well, and there's also this oh. element of it that... So I just started weeping. So then, the... so then in that car scene, boom, weep. <laughs> There's also this element to it that death is also a relief, you know, that there, there's, a, there's an element that some of these women aren't afraid of it. It's like you said with Andrea Martin's character, Bobby, who is Diane's best friend. Okay. Who they live, love to live. go to, they love to go to buffet live. restaurants together and, and complain about the food. They, they, and they mention the chain, <laughs> country home buffet babies. That's yes. right. I know it because I've been there. What was this place before it was country buffet? What the hell was it? Mmm, finest kind. Finest kind, that's it. God, it was the worst food I ever ate. Was it? Yeah. Oh, I don't know why I don't remember that the food was no good. Well, when we get to laughing and yucking it up, who gives a damn anyway? We might as well be lapping up a bucket of fried sawdust. It wouldn't matter. Well, it's better than this deliciousness. That's right. How is everything tonight? Tremendous. Thank you. Liar. <laughs> Andrea Martin's so funny, and then they kill her so okay. And did for you, everyone, did you did that? Did that break you? That did really break me when all of a sudden I I think I shouted out no in the yes. theater because they just cut to a fucking casket with Andrea Martin in it, and I shouted no. Andrea well, Martin, Diane goes, if Dan's you don't like... remember, Andrea Martin is from SCTV, uh-huh. the great Canadian improv show, and she was the great comedy partner of oh my gosh I can't believe I'm going to start crying at saying this person's name Catherine O'Hara and just take yourself down a YouTube K-hole of merriment and just YouTube Google Andrea Martin Catherine O'Hara and it used just hours of yucks from two of the greatest people ever to be funny but yeah it's just it almost seemed like there was a relief in in the death of some of these women I don't know how to describe it well that it's I a, think that there's a consolation in it, that it's all finally over, that this, that this like doing tasks that like filling the days has ended and I, that they yes. know something that I don't know yet. I mean, well, I, I felt they, like that a lot. Like they know so many things that I don't know. Well, I think so much in our culture and for sure in pop culture, death is handled as an event. And in this movie, it's not. Right. In this movie, it truly just embraces that, th- that, that you live and you die. And the older you get, the more death you encounter. Mm-hmm. And it's not an event. I mean, the way that they set up Diane losing her best friend, and, we, it, and there's no even mention that she's, that she's sick or that she's going to die, is that she's getting her nails done. It's not a family funeral you're getting ready for. No, no, it's, it's, it was a close friend. She loved getting her nails done. And then the next scene is is this best friend that we've known. And then she's just at the funeral. And then it's just never really talked of again. And I think that's what's so unique about that, about the film, is that like the thing that they know is that, that, that this is, 
this is what it is. Yeah. And that there's um there's an indulgence in that in getting your nails done. And that was something that struck me a lot about Diane that I really identified. I mean, you asked like who in my life is Diane, and I would have to say like I like maybe me, like I identified with Diane m- most in my life. Wow. Queen. In the sense of like, <laughs> me. Me. The me. woman in my life that is Diane is it's I me. must say me. <laughs> But this idea that... Okay, for the girls. For the girls is for me. It's for me. That it's an indulgence, right? That that's something mm-hmm. good you're doing for yourself, getting your nails done. And that hmm. Diane really flips out. Her son, after he recovers, becomes a born-again Christian and marries Did a born-again Christian woman. And they have this amazing fight. Love doesn't make a person feel upset and angry. This is a gift we're giving you, Mom. You remember how it was with me before. I was walking through life with my eyes closed. Please don't preach to me. Not preaching to you, I'm testifying. To you, to anyone, all right? You're my mother. I want you to feel the same freedom that I feel. I want you to have the gift of revelation. Revelation. It was like a weight was lifted from my shoulders, Mom. I want you to have that. I want the beauty for you. I want the Please grace for you. Please stop being so goddamn selfish, selfish for once in your life. Please don't take his name in vain. Yes, you heard me, selfish. How many times did you go visit your cousin in the hospital, huh? None. That's how many. You know how it was with me then, Mom, better than anybody. Yes, I know how it was, and I know you're as selfish now as you were then. You two just keep coming at me constantly. We just want you to see what we see. I see with my own eyes. We know that, Mom. We just wanted you to receive. Please just stop it. Leave me alone. We can't. It's selfishness, pure and simple. You better stop talking to me about selfishness. Well, I guess I won't. You took your own sweet time. You went off to God knows where. Please don't take his name in vain. Shut up. Hey! Don't you talk to our friend that way. I will talk to her any way I want, as long as you all keep badgering me. And the idea of like, which, and she's completely right, but Diane's flaw is not focusing on herself, is Mm. not being selfish enough to say like, I am having a feeling, I am having an opinion. And instead she just lashes out when it becomes overwhelming, like she lashes out at the food pantry and Bobby, Andrea Martin has to say like, you have to, you know, give yourself some time to have your feelings. And that was something I was like really identifying with Diane with is like the in, the inability to sometimes let myself feel the things I'm feeling because I think that's selfish, that's indulgent. Keep moving, keep moving, you know. I have and so that's many the thing that, that yeah, and that's just, one of the most beautiful things about this movie, and that I find to be so heroic is watching Diane try even make the smallest attempts at self love. For me, I mean, I so many things just in that in that one scene where she freaks out at her son and she's just like she's like she just you know she's really is just like stop it and let's just be pleasant and I feel like our moms say that all the time like let's just like no one's gonna change each other my mom always says that like if I'm complaining about someone or like a family member she said well he's always been like that why do you think he's going to change you haven't and it's really powerful and it really is just like the you know. Just like if we can, let's let's just try and have a good time together, you know, and right. and at least tolerate each other. And she and Diane is like, you're like, I'm trying to tolerate you, but you're making me miserable. 
Right. And and I think that's really hard for a lot of these women in our lives because Origins, I, we said it and we're continuing to say it, we were raised by like a pack of women. Yeah. Um, our, the men in our lives, you know, for, for whatever reason, and I think men in most, you know, fathers in most people's lives, they have jobs, they, you know, they kind of come and go, but it was packs of women that, that got together and took care of us and, and were Diane's. Mm-hmm. That were just constantly holding things together in constant motion and not really ever taking that time until they freak out to to do something for themselves. Well, the, and the, like, I think the other part I really lost in this movie is when she, Diane finally does, she stops the car, gets mm. out of the car and walks into the woods and looks at the sky. God. And that idea of just giving herself Ugh. a moment to stand in the woods, like indulging in her own feelings and thoughts, being be, stopping and and, and 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 being present, as right. opposed to being in that the like like we were talking, always in transition, being able to really be like I drive by these woods all the time, but I've never just gotten out and gotten in them, right? Just to get in them, just to get into this. Just to feel, so she could feel her feelings and be where she was, and it's 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 a remarkable moment and a remarkable remarkable film that everyone should go and see. Just what a beautiful, just yes, yes, yes. Just what a beautiful. I am for Diane. I am for this girl. I mean, <laughs> I'm for all of these girls. I'm for all of these girls and for all of these Mary Kay. Women. Mary Kay place in my heart. That's Mary all Kay I have place. To say. Mary Kay place in my Oscar mantle place is <laughs> Mary Kay place in the sun. So put our her first, in the sun. Our first ever mini episode was doing a, a kind of other small feature. Can you ever forgive me? In which we really were battle angels for uh, Melissa McCarthy winning an Oscar. Mm-hmm. So sweeties, it's 2019, and we're going to just strap onto another even smaller independent film. <laughs> <laughs> I just get disappointed all anew. Well, maybe we could just re- maybe we should lower our expectations and just go for an independent spirit award nomination nope. for Mary Kay Place. Nope. No, <laughs> reach for nope. that. I want a Golden Globe. I want a Critics Choice Award. I want an Oscar. I want her to win a Pulitzer Prize. Oh, congratulations! Aretha Franklin won a Pulitzer Prize this week. Oh my God, are you reading my lips? Because I was I was just about ready to say nice gowns, gorgeous gowns. That's what I want Mary Kay Place in. Just I just want her just stomping through. This. Oh, I just hope no one makes Mary Kay Place join Instagram. That's all I hope for. <laughs> Read! <laughs> That's all I hope for. Okay, Academy, we know you're listening. We know every member of the Academy listens to this episode. So, and if the Academy is listening, what can they do, babe? What could, they, what could, all, they could every just Academy member do for us? Vote for Mary Kay Place and Deirdre O'Connell for no, Oscars. Babe, for us. For us, babe. This is about oh, us. And if the Academy is listening, they can also subscribe and they can hit the download button. Download, yeah, or, subscribe, or rate and review. Rate, review. Review us, Re- Academy members. Review things. Be, um, be kind like Diane. And don't be like Diane. Listen to podcasts in the car. Listen to this. If this is your first episode and you're just a huge Diane stand, go back to the beginning and download the first ever episode. Wow. Listen to all of them. Thank you, Mary Kay Place. Thank you, uh, uh, babies, for letting us prattle on. See this movie. See it. See, see, it. see this movie right now. Know these right divas. Now. Okay. Bye. Okay. Bye.